The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. And I should say good afternoon to those of you on the East Coast and good morning to those of you on the West Coast. I have a question. Do you ever feel heavy? Do you ever feel weighed down in your body, mind, or spirit because of poor eating, lack of exercise, a rigid belief system, or an ethical behavior or a negative worldview? Well, today increased stress is brought on by the economic downturn and an increasingly fast-paced lifestyle, which is causing us in our country to increasingly adopt, adopt unhealthy behaviors, such as overeating, choosing the wrong foods, drinking too much, smoking, and our attitude toward ourselves. According to a survey by the American Psychological Association in 2008, more people reported stress-related physical and emotional symptoms than they did in 2007 and nearly half of adults said their stress has increased in the past year. Well, my guest is Dr. Michael Wayne, Ph.D. He's a sought-after media personality and lecturer who has appeared in over 100 print publications, and he is the pioneer of the low-density lifestyle, a concept that addresses each aspect of a person's physical, emotional, and spiritual health to free themselves of the behaviors that are weighing them down and limiting their potential. And this concept is the subject of the forthcoming book, which is due out next year, The Low-Density Lifestyle, Secret to Becoming Free. Welcome, Dr. Wayne. Uh, thank you, Patricia. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Um, what led you to this concept? Um, well, actually, a lot of the, the concept and a lot of my ideas came out of my clinical practice in observing my patients and and st- and thinking about what was holding them back what was what was holding them back from just getting better and and i started to see that for a lot of people i mean they were stressed they were overwhelmed they were burning their candle out at both ends and and they just seemed heavy just like you asked people at the beginning do you feel heavy and, and they just feel felt and seemed i mean they, they were obviously very tense very stressed out so, so as I thought about this, how heavy they seem, like a like a dark cloud over them, I started thinking these people just there's so much heavy heaviness and density in their lives, and then I just started thinking mm. these people just have high density lifestyle, and, and then I thought the opposite of that it really is when you feel light, when you feel like you have a low density lifestyle, and, and that's so what's how it all the difference came to between be. Between the two, what's the big difference? Well, well, I start off because people will ask me, oh, what, do you, what do you mean by a low-density lifestyle? And so I, I say to people, well, do you ever have times in your life when you feel like everything is clicking and everything is 
overflowing and you're, and you're going on all cylinders. And I say that that's when you're feeling um, just lighter of mind, body, and spirit, and you're feeling like a low-density lifestyle, where the opposite of that, the high-density lifestyle, is, is, as I was saying, just when you feel the, the, the burdens of stress just weighing you down and you just feel, you feel overwhelmed and you just feel heavy, you feel dense and tense and rigid, and it's, and it's a treadmill that so many people are on and just can't figure out how to get off of it. So what's the first step? You know, I mean, for so many of us, it's just what's the first step to doing that? Well, um, there, there's many ways to skin the cat, so to speak, but, but I, I say to people um, one of the most common things for, for most people in terms of their health is their diet and, and just eating better. And, and I put it, try to eat just just the foods that, that cause less heaviness in the body, so more mm-hmm. um, whole foods, vegetarian-based diet. Not, not saying people have to become vegetarian, but just getting away from the heavy, saturated foods. It, a lot of the information that's out there, but, but just so you feel less, less heavy overall. Um, so that's a that's very important step that, that everyone needs to... Um, Put forth. It's kind of common sense in some ways. It's common sense because you know things that are high in density, and you know if you eat something really heavy, it's going to bother you. So right. Don't you yeah. kind of have so, to listen to your own body in, in a way? Right. So, so for a lot of that, it's really just getting, listening to your body and, and getting in touch with your body. And, and that's a conversation I have with so many of my patients of, of really starting to um, become educated in, in a different way of just tuning into what the body's telling you and how you feel. Um, now, let me ask you something. You have a Ph.D. in quantum integral medicine. Right. Explain what that is and how that relates to this. Well, that, that, that's a great question, Patricia, because there is actually a, a very um, a progression and evolution from that to this. It started out, again, my, my Ph.D. Was, was something I, I, that came out of my clinical practice uh, I started thinking about what was he- holding people back from healing the healing process and what were the limitations of modern medicine. And so what I saw, and, and I put together this, coined the term quantum integral medicine as a way to understand what what is the nature of the healing system and how can we tap into our own innate healing uh, capabilities. And I found, or I understood that the greatest limitation more than anything else was our thinking patterns and, our, and the limitations we put forth unto ourselves. And, and so but I wrote a book called Quantum Integral Medicine Towards a New Science of Healing and Human Potential. And, and that book was a little more, it wasn't so much a how-to book as, as a, a why-to book, why, why modern science and medicine misses the mark and, and what does it take to create a new um, understanding of, of the healing system. And, and so that, that, then I decided I wanted to write something a little more how-to. Um, actually, I didn't think about it at first, but over time as I started to think about this concept of density, and, and it tied in again with the way our thinking patterns are and, and how, how much limitations we put on ourselves, and, and that also is a sign of high-density thinking habits. Mm-hmm. And so that's All where right, so let's, density let's lifestyle talk about came. what are some as you said, a high-density thinking habit. Would it be uh, eating a lot of ice cream or drinking too much or being in relationships that bog you down? Would that all be high-density? Right. It's, it's all of the above. Um, it's, it's really just um, 
um, just just a way of thinking that's very dogmatic, very um, my way or the highway. So whether it's your eating habits, even though you, you know you mentioned eating ice cream or, or whatever it is, even though you may know it's not good for you, read about it. You're just you hold on to your habits. Are your relationships and the way you react with other people very being very having knee jerk reactions? Um, you know, not not being not being able to communicate or not being willing to work things out. So, so in many ways, or just having habits that you just um, uh, just continue doing on and over and over again, whether unhealthy habits like drinking or smoking or just just whatever the habit is. Um, that you just do over and over again. And, and when so you, you work with your patients, how do you? What would be one of the major things you see when a patient comes to you, and you know that you seem to see over and over again? And how do you start working with them? Oh, that's that's the big uh, kahuna because I, I that's that's how I start with most of my patients is trying to understand um, how I can how I can start talking about change with them. Some people come in and they just want to be fixed and they don't want to know anything else and, and I have to just let it go. I can't, I can't be the fixer for everyone, but for other people I have to, I have to feel, can, some, can this person change? Is, is their change, is their temperament such that their change is little by little by little, very gradual baby steps, or can, some, or can this person take on more? So, so I find out what they're, what kind of. A lot of times, I'll ask people just keep a food journal so I can see their eating habits, and and break it down because I've I've learned from experience if I ask a person how they eat, most people will tell me they eat okay or eat well. That's not until I see their more more closely on their their list of what they're eating, um, what it is. So that's a big one, just, just talking about food. Another thing I, I say to people as, as a matter of homework, I say try and do something different every day, you know, mm. to break free of your routine. Um, that also helps the brain, doesn't it? Right. Oh, yeah. It, it works on so many different levels. Um, I mean, uh, the, the science of neurolinguistic programming has, has really... Um, you know, understood that, but yeah, I, we have to change our. Uh, again, and that's kind of high density thinking. When when our, if we don't change our thinking patterns, then everything just the wiring just stays the same all the time. But yeah, so so I'll ask people just do something different every day. If it, even if it's just brushing your teeth instead of brushing your teeth with your right hand, if you're right, if, if that's what you always do, start brushing it with your left hand. Uh, so I try to make it as easy as possible for people to understand and and do. All right, before we take a break, let's talk about um, your program and how people can find out about it. Okay, well, well um, as you mentioned, Patricia, my book is not coming out till either um, later 2010 or 2011, but I thought I feel strongly about the message to start getting it out now. So people can go to my website, um, www.lowdensitylifestyle.com, and there they can, I, I post a new article um, four days a week on the website on different aspects of living a low-density lifestyle, and people can read the different articles. They can um, subscribe to it if they don't want to read it right on the website, and they can, there's also an email course they can sign up for that's free, and then they can um, start getting emails delivered okay. to their um, inbox you. and read. Thank you. All right, we're going to come right back. Okay. My guest is Dr. Michael Wayne, Ph.D., and his program is Low Density Lifestyle. 
And it's a concept that addresses each person's physical, emotional, and spiritual help to free them from behaviors that are weighing them down and limiting their potential. And you can log on to the website. And uh, what's the website again, please? It's www.lowdensitylifestyle.com. All right. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Voice counts. Call toll free 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with Easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guest, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. And today we're talking about how you can lead a low-density lifestyle and to really uh, use your own innate healing system. I mean, so many times we feel that we're weighed down and our potential is being limited. And my guest today is Michael Wayne, Ph.D., and he is a sought-after media personality and lecturer who has appeared in over 100 print publications, radio, and TV shows, and in front of dozens of groups. He's a pioneer of the low-density lifestyle, a concept that addresses each aspect of a person's physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Welcome back, Dr. Uh, Wayne. Thank you, Patricia. Okay. You. Now, are you a doctor of acupuncture also? Uh, yeah, I, pra- my, so I, I alluded to my practice, but I, I, yeah, acupuncture, Chinese medicine, integrative medicine. Mm. And, and For many, I many lo- years. Yeah, and I do came love from what I'm doing. Yeah. All right. Well, you have a 12-point system to a low-density lifestyle. Let's start talking about that. Okay. And, and I'll just say as a, as a quick introduction that really... The aim of this is really to help people be healthier 
happier and just live a more fulfilled life. And so I, as I put this together, that's really what I had in mind and, and how to pretty much accentuate, emphasize this, this way, which, which I always consider helps the flow state. So with, that, with saying that, let's go over it. So, so number one is what I was saying in the earlier segment about eating a healthy, uh, whole foods-oriented diet and less heavy, dense-type foods which are more the animal foods in general. Uh, number two is understand and putting into practice how to truly take care of your health and, and being empowered and proactive in doing so. And what I mean by that is um, just, and this is what I was alluding to in the earlier segment about listening to your body, understanding what your body's talking to you and saying to you, because ultimately we are our own best doctor and healer. We're just so disempowered so to speak we just don't realize it, and so we go to someone else to to help heal us and and oftentimes mm-hmm. it's a physician who you know and and they use their tools which is generally writing something on a prescription pad or or recommending surgery third is being active and mo- and moving it's something everybody always keeps in mind and especially when new year's comes around everyone talks about exercise more, but especially in ways that accentuate flow, the flow state, uh, especially so things like yoga, tai chi, pilates, um, you know, and that's not to say strength and strength training isn't important, but, but a good mix of things, and, especially, and as, as I said, especially things that accentuate flow. Um, the fourth is, and something I was also alluding to earlier, is being flexible of body and, and especially the mind and not allowing yourself to get caught up in rigid and dogmatic thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, as an offshoot of that, I, I coined something with that I called um, density intelligence, DQ, like emotional intelligence. And density intelligence is when a person has high density intelligence, their thinking tends to be more tense and rigid and, and dogmatic. And when a person has low density intelligence, their thinking is much more fluid um, unyielding so that they're willing to listen to what other people say and take into account uh, different points mm-hmm. of view. Mm-hmm. And, and in my mind, that's the, really the best way to be productive, successful, and happy is just having a very flexible um, way of thinking. Yeah, I, I want to just comment because you've gone through four of them. One of the things that you talked about is that we really have to listen to ourselves and sometimes we follow the regimen of whether it's our doctor or acupuncturist or a chiropractor mm-hmm. or we follow something and then it doesn't feel right for us. Right. It doesn't, you know, it just, it's not working or we're still tired or, and we decide on our own we're going to try something different or maybe a little variation of the same. Mm-hmm. Isn't it important to follow that? Oh, absolutely, because there, there's, uh, that, that's so right, Patricia, because there's no textbook that says this is the way you do it, or this is the way you should feel. Because in, in Western medicine, there, are, there might be 10,000, 20,000 different um, diagnostic names for diseases, but they're really just names and semantics for trying to, trying to pin down what, how a person feels, and a person doesn't always match that, and everybody's so different. So, you know, the more we listen to ourselves, the more we can understand what we need to do. And, and of course... You know, seeing a, a health provider that you resonate with is helpful, who, and that person would be a facilitator, but really the more we make our choices, good choices, the better we can help get ourselves on the right path towards health. Right, absolutely. Well, I want you to mention that because I think that uh, 
You know, when all is said and done, sometimes we have to tweak in a sense or vary, you know, what the, in, in a word, prescription is. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and that's so true because nobody, nobody has all the answers. And, and, and nobody's ourselves. in our body but us. Right. But, yeah, but we are, yeah. we are uh, the masters of our domain, to, to use the term from the old Stein, Seinfeld show. And so we can we can start getting the messages and start trying to decipher it, and that's an unfortunate well, aspect that we're so far removed from even our own bodies thing, to realize that. Yeah, true. And the other thing I want to mention is when you talked about being flexible in body and mind, you know, many times we do get caught up in dogmatic thinking, mm-hmm. and we know we're getting caught up because when somebody says something we don't agree with, we like get enraged in ourselves or we get angry how can they think that way how can they say that and what you're saying is be more open than that be more tolerant right right so so stop the absolutist type thinking which is prevalent in science and medicine and and our and and within our personal lives and be more open listen to the other person be flexible you know not not be you know, a sponge where you just take in everyone's opinion and never have your own, but try to listen yeah, even as you form your own opinion and, and not be so uh, righteous about it or fundamentalist, so to speak. So, um, All right, number five, be mindful number, of your actions and reactions, meaning right. be fully aware of how you interact with others and whether your actions and reactions are reflexive or reactive. Loving and thoughtful with no agenda attached. Ooh, that's a tall order. Right, and, and that ties in with this dogmatic thinking, and it's just, it's a lesson that a lot of spiritual teachers talk about in terms of mindfulness, but, um, or I should say, in addition to being mindful, it's not just when you meditate, you, you develop mindfulness through meditation. Well, you do develop it through meditation, but it's, it's how you carry yourself in your everyday life um, and how you can... Watch that you that you when you have those reflexive and dogmatic moments with other people, and and it's something easy to do because all you have to do is you can start out just being at home when you brush your teeth. Just be mindful that you're brushing your teeth when you're reading a book. Just say, "Wow, I'm reading a book," and and not as opposed to just letting your mind kind of float away somewhere mm-hmm. else. So mm. That's that's really what it comes down to: be present in your body. Mm-hmm. And, and those are Number, some of the great lessons from, from the spiritual teachers of, of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Number six, carry yourself with integrity in everything you do and be authentic and real. In other words, don't carry secrets, don't have a secret life. A lot of people have secret lives, Michael. Right, and, and it starts carrying, you start developing knots in your body, the more secrets, the more... Really? You, the more you don't carry yourself with integrity... And all these little knots that start building up, um, and it, it either becomes pain or are or, or just psychological barriers one way or another. I, in, 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 in writing that point, the number six, the integrity, I came across a quote from Abraham Lincoln, and it was, he said, my religion is honesty. And I always thought, well, mm-hmm. I guess that's why he was called Honest Abe. But mm-hmm. I also thought that was, that's like such a great quote, because that's, that's that's somewhat like the golden rule, do unto others as you would prefer they do to you. Well, it makes it easier because you know what you've said. You know, I mean, because it's, it's, it's the way that it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you're not changing. Yeah. And so, so it's part from of, your heart. 
you know, you asked me how I came up with a low-density lifestyle concept, and um, another way it came up was just through my own practice of acupuncture and Chinese medicine mm. in that one of, the, one of the core concepts with acupuncture in terms of health is helping a person's chi, their energy, flow better or get a better chi flow. So it's the same thing with a low-density lifestyle. It's really about having a better flow, energy flow in your body, and and so with integrity, when you're when you're honest, you just you just everything flows better. And when you're not honest, it just there, there's something that just doesn't feel right. Hmm. All right, we've got time for one more before the break. Okay, number and, seven. And, and do, this is something. Do you, yeah. Do your more. utmost to keep a positive attitude about life and make sure your emotional well-being is tended to. Right. That's, that's tough when times are tough, Michael. That's it, it, you're right, Patricia, and I'm not I'm not being a Pollyanna and and, and trying to look through everything with rose-colored glasses. Um, and 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 a lot of these points tie in with each other, like being mindful, being present. So if your emotional well-being or if your positive if your attitude is not positive, I'm not saying oh switch it just like a TV channel, but perhaps become aware of your mindset of how you're carrying yourself and, ha- and how you interact with others because that, you know, a lot of times if you're really, if you're, if you're not having a positive attitude and negative attitude, you're going to be very irritable with others and, and perhaps angry and, and have knee-jerk reactions. And most of the time other people may not enjoy that. If, if you have good friends who are compassionate and understand and empathetic, they will listen if, if there's a really important reason what's going on. And, and in that case, you want to stay with it and work with it. And that's why I say make sure your emotional well-being is tended to, because if there are things that are weighing you down, see what you can do to work with it and, and try and heal those, those the wounds, the anger, or whatever it is. And, that, and that's why and again, actually... Again, I, mean, I mean, these are big points. I mean, these are points that, are, that can take a long time because they're, they're life. I mean, they're part of our life. It's part of what we do every day. Right, and so that's, it's, yeah, and that's why ultimately to change, you know, and that's why at the very beginning you said this, what, what I'm offering this program is really for body, mind, and spirit because ultimately we have to change from the inside out. Um, and, and so most of the, the change and even healing is, is really spiritual or soulful. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, but, but all of it is, is steps at a time. And that's why I said, mm-hmm. Um, when I work with my patients, I try to feel um, where I should start with them and what steps, you know, how, what their temperament is in terms of how far they can go. And, and All right. I never, my know. guest is Dr. Michael Wayne, Ph.D., L.A.C. He's an acupuncturist, and he's practiced integrative medicine, Chinese medicine, acupuncture for over 25 years. He is the pioneer of the low-density lifestyle, a concept that addresses each aspect of the person's physical emotional, and spiritual health to free themselves of the behaviors that are weighing them down and limiting their potential. And you can log on to the website, which is lowdensitylifestyle.com, lowdensitylifestyle.com. And uh, you can write to me, Patricia, patriciaraskin.com. I'd be happy to put you on my mailing list and send you my monthly newsletter. Remember, this program is for you. It's about turning your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and making your dreams come true. There's more, so we're going to have another segment. 
stay tuned. You're listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com are listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. Today we're talking about a low-density lifestyle with Dr. Michael Wayne, Ph.D. in LAC. Uh, He has been the pioneer of the low-density lifestyle concept, which addresses each aspect of a person's physical, emotional, and spiritual health and helps free themselves of the behaviors that are weighing them down and limiting their potential. For over 25 years, Dr. Wayne has practiced integrative medicine, Chinese medicine, and acupuncture. And he continually saw his patients being limited by destructive behaviors and desired to provide a more effective and efficient means to be more successful. Welcome back, Dr. Uh, Wayne. Thanks, Patricia. Okay, so let's talk about the last five um, steps in your 12-step program, and I'll read number eight. Okay. Have an abundance mindset as opposed to a scarcity one. That's a challenge, by the way, for a lot of people. In other words, know that there's enough to go around to be willing to share as opposed to believing that it's every person for themselves and you have to get yours before someone takes it from you. Now, I agree with that part, and I agree with all of it. My question, though, is let's say that you're, you know, you're, you're living off of savings or your job mm-hmm. has been cut or um, you know, the stock market has crashed and you've lost half your money. Now, all of a sudden, you know, physically, in reality, um, half of that is gone or a big part, part of that is gone. 
how do you keep an abundance mentality in that situation? So that's a good point. So, so it may be you try to maintain the mentality, even if, even if in your physical acts you can't necessarily do that, you can't share or, or you're looking out for yourself, but, but you still try to, try to it, it's really something from the heart. You try to just always maintain an open heart so that because what happens if you don't it, you know it's not it's not a good life if you don't you become very jaded very cynical uh, and just a very negative person so mm-hmm. so obviously if if you're hit by um, a lot of things that have been hit people have been hit by in this day and age in in 2008 2009 um, and hopefully not much of 2010 you have to be pragmatic about it but at the same time you try to just um, maintain that that abundance thinking, even if practically it's not going to be um, happening all the time. So so meaning that because the opposite of abundance is the scarcity, as you were reading and saying, and that's where you try to get yours before someone else gets theirs. Mm-hmm. And it's just you know, that that's the greed mentality that's got us into this trouble, you know, from the start, from the get go. Uh, All right, let's go to the next. Well, and, and that's, it's a challenge, but as you said, it's a mentality that we have. Right, and all, all right, of this is really mentality, and that's why um, what I say is that um, a low-density lifestyle really is about, um, it, it's a mindset first and foremost. I, I've said, I, at the very beginning I was mentioning how I say to people what it is, and, and they'll say, oh, when, when things are clicking in all cylinders, and people will say to me, oh, I was on vacation a couple weeks ago, and I was like that. And I say, well, that's great, and, and go on vacation and feel like that as much as you can. But at the same time, it doesn't matter where you are because it's a state of mind. All right, let's look at number nine. Right. Have a great sense of humor. Don't take yourself too seriously and laugh easily. Oh, that's a big one. And, and it's, it, it's something that I that I've see with my patients that, you know, I, as I was saying earlier, that for some people they have a dark cloud above them and, and they're just very dense, very tight. And and even though I joking in, with them may not be appropriate to begin with, but I but I just wish I uh, hope that they can just lighten up just a little bit and 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 because um, it's so important to have that sense of humor. And we all know the famous story of Norman Cousins, who wrote his book Anatomy of an Illness, and he talked about healing from a terminal illness through the power of humor. So it's uh, it's a very important thing. Yes, and again, sometimes we have to practice that. You know, for some people, humor is very easy. Now, yeah. it isn't for everybody. No, no. So you know, some people just take themselves too seriously, and that's something I understand very well. Right, right. You know, and, so and, and I love to be around people who are funny, just because I don't always see it in a funny way. Yeah, yeah. So, so again, when you're with somebody, all right. Take, number ten: yeah. use your creative powers, your visionary capability, and your genius potential all of which are innate in everyone, and use your creative intelligence to think outside the box, which allows you to see solutions to problems that bog others down. Right. So um, this is another important one, and, and it's actually the thing that, that interests me the most is helping people to, so to speak, free their mind and, and, and tap into, as, as you were saying, the genius potential that everyone has. Um, unfortunately, most people, and, and this is kind of the flip side of dogmatic thinking, and so we, when, when you think dogmatically, you think inside the box, and you can never get yourself outside the box. And so um, when, you, when you start getting outside the box, you, you can realize how much is out there 
um, in terms of how we can think and how we can see things. Um, in my book, I have a chapter or a section called Impediments to Living a Low-Density Lifestyle, and one of the sections is called Resistance to New Ideas. Mm-hmm. And, and that's part of this mm-hmm. creative powers because most people are very afraid of anything that, that seems new and different, and so they have knee-jerk reactions to change. To right, to change, essentially, yeah. to change. Yeah, change is, change is hard for people because it's the unknown. Right. But on the right. other hand, if you keep doing the same thing all the time and you don't like the results, then they have to make a change. Right. And that's ultimately, a lot of times, we get forced into doing sometimes kicking and screaming. Now, number 11 is one I understand very well. Do work that you love and feel passionate about. Okay, right. Michael, what about people who say, but you know what, I've got to pay my bills and I don't like what I'm doing, but it's feeding my family. Right, and, and that's a good um, point, Patricia, and it's something people will say to me. And I say, obviously, you can't just quit your job and move on to that thing you love. But first and foremost, and this is something that, unfortunately, we don't learn in school or never really um, trained to think in school, is to, and it's an exercise, <clears throat> excuse me, but it's, a, it's an exercise I give people. I ask them, if you could do anything, if, if, all, if this was a perfect world and you could do whatever you want, and the money doesn't matter, what would it be? Because that's, that's the first step, and that's why I'm saying well, we, don't get, we don't learn that in school, is, is to start understanding what it is that, that really gets you going, what it is that, that feeds your muse. Mm-hmm. And so once, once we get on the, um, the path of understanding that we're starting to get in touch with that or seeing a little light on that path, even if we're in the job that we don't like but it's paying the bills, we can start trying to visualize what that is and start working towards that goal. You may have to spend an hour at, at night to, to work towards that goal. Uh, maybe it's taking classes, and you have to fit those classes in. And, and these days, with people being able to take classes online, they can, you can find the time one way or another. But one way or another, we can get there. And, and obviously, as you point out, it's not always practical to say, oh, I'm going to do what my, I love and say goodbye to my job today and figure out how I'm going to pay my bills and feed my family some other time. Right. But there's a way to work around it. Right, absolutely. And even if it has to be your avocation. Right. All right. Number 12, the last one in your 12 steps is connect to the spiritual dimension of life. What do you mean? Well, the spiritual dimension of life really is what, what really is the underpinning of life in general. And, and it's that, that, we can, you can call it energy or, or life force, but there, there's an energy, there's a life force that underlies everything. It could say it's the pulse of the universe. And so whatever the way is that you connect to it, some people go to church or temple, some people meditate, some people walk in nature, but, but to connect to that, that sense of grace that, that runs the universe. Um, in quantum theory, we talk about the, the, the nature of the quantum universe and the zero-point field, not to, not to throw technical terms out, but, but to know that it's a very energetic universe full of consciousness and information. And so if, the more we connect to that, the more we realize that it, we're greater than just mm-hmm. the, the three-dimensional material world that's around us. Absolutely. All right, we have a couple minutes before close. What's your message? If people get one thing out of your program, which is the low-density lifestyle, what's your message, Dr. Wayne? Well, it's, it's that you can be, if you start allowing yourself to feel lighter of, of mind, body, and spirit, 
you can be, it, it really is the key to feeling healthier and happier and, and more fulfilled. And so I say to people, and that's why I talked about just um, like the way of thinking and, and being very tense and rigid, that if you just start saying yes more often than saying no, you will start opening yourself up to great possibilities. Um, I, as, a, as a point, kind of a humorous point, I say to people, if you remember the movie that came out a couple years ago starring Jim Carrey called Yes Man, um, mm. it was a movie that, it was a little bit exaggerated, but in that movie he started saying yes to everything and his world opened up. And obviously we can't say yes to everything, but the more you start opening your mind up to possibilities, the more mm. you start feeling lighter of, of body, mind, and spirit. Thank you. Tell people how they can find you, your workshops, your seminars, and your website. Um, so, again, um, it's, my website is www.lowdensitylifestyle.com. They, if, if you sign up on my, for the email course, you'll get even more specifics on, about what I'm doing. But uh, even on the website, they'll talk about it. But the main thing on the website at this point are articles that come out four days a week and, and they cover a different theme of living a low-density lifestyle. They go very much in depth in the different aspects, and I, and I write on the theme anywhere from two to four weeks on that theme. The, the last theme I wrote about in December before I took a break for the holidays was kind of a, a more philosophical look at, and I called it, what, what would a low-density lifestyle world look like? Which is a, it was a very interesting world. I, I kind of proposed a world of peace and <laughs> happiness <laughs> and health. Yeah, right. So people log on to LowDensityLifestyle.com. Right, and then they can read All right, and if you want to know how to have a a world of peace, please read the material that is on uh, Michael Wayne's website, which is LowDensityLifestyle.com. My guest has been Dr. Michael Wayne, Ph.D., and again, he uh, talks about the low-density lifestyle, the secret to becoming free of emotional and spiritual things and behaviors that weigh you down. Folks, that's it for today. You've been listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living. Um, please write to me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com. Remember, stay happy, stay healthy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin. Happy New Year, everyone. Talk to you next Monday. Bye for now. Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfindings, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 